Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian vs. Brian, episode 173. Knives Out. Alright. 2019 American mystery film. Written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> you may know him from ruining the Star Wars sequels. Mm-hmm. Or the trajectory, any or any manageable trajectory they may have had, I should say. <laughs> maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't ruin them, but he ruined the the cohesive storyline. Yeah. Um. When did this come out? 2019. But when? September. November, November 27th. Yeah. That's yeah. why I always because you asked me about Thanksgiving movies and I, I kind of gave some answers and this is one of them. I don't know why I just I watch this every year in Thanksgiving time. I don't really know why. I think the reason is because I went and saw it. In November when it was released, so I just attribute this movie to like Thanksgiving time. So it just be kind of became a a thing we do every year. We throw knives on out, but yeah, yeah, nothing to do with Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it does kind of have that fall Thanksgiving feel to it, though. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's in sweaters. It's all it's all misty out and foggy. So it says. Uh... Ryan conceived Knives Out in the mid 2000s. How long has he been? I don't even know about this guy in the mid 2000s. First thing I ever heard about him was the that freaking Looper. Looper, oh yeah, yeah. He's been around for a lot longer than that, then, huh? Yeah, he did. Uh, he came on the scene with a really, really low budget indie movie called Brick with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's kind of a crime noir, which is pretty good. I recommend it. So and he then has he a did, tie uh, to Levitt, huh? Well, I remember, I think Dave was the one that brought me, our friend Dave. He was like, oh, this movie Brick is so good. This is like back when we were, you know, younger. And I watched it. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. And then he did a movie called Brothers Bloom, which I wasn't that big of a fan of. It was okay. And yeah, then he did Looper. And then he did Jedi. And then Knives Out. And then the sequel, Glass Onion. Glass Onion. <laughs> uh, he eventually pivoted to creating... His 2017 film, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Halting production on Knives Out. Development resumed the following year when Ryan wrote the screenplay in six or seven months. So he devised it as a modernization of the old whodunit movies. That's all your fucking movies that you... I, I meant Thanksgiving movie as in a movie we're reviewing around the time of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean like, what's your, what's your <laughs> list for Thanksgiving movies? Like someone might say, what's your list for Christmas type movies? <laughs> and you're like, oh, you know, Clue. Uh, all these Knives out, yeah. weird whodunits and shit. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, you know, the old yeah. Thanksgiving classics. Polar Express, <laughs> Orient Express. Oh my God. Uh, where are we at here? Okay. Grossing $311 million. Critics, critics distinguished the actors and film story for... Distinguished it for praise through certain aspects of the writing and performance. Drew occasional criticism. Um, it was okay. I guess I liked it. Daniel Craig was pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't uh, expect that. Kentucky, Kentucky, yeah, Yeah. accent. (laughs) And I like that guy, the the black detective. I can't remember if he's detective or. Oh yeah, Lakeith Steinfeld. Yeah, he was in the the fucking. He was in Get Out. Then he was also in uh, that one we reviewed. Damn it, were they? Oh, the uh, Black Judas, Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that was pretty. He's pretty. He's good. really good in that. Uh, yeah, I liked him in this. It's a really small part, though. I can't remember any of their names, dude. There's so many. This is fucking huge cast. Yeah. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Anna D. Armas. Oh, that's where I. I thought she. Ireland, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can't hide those big old eyes, <laughs> no matter what color your hair is. So yeah, she was pretty good in this. As the what? What was it? Brazilian nurse. Yeah. Or something like that. Um. Then the, who's the dad? Christopher Plummer. I forget the character's yeah. name though. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> They're just there. <laughs> they just called themselves. It's like yeah. Family. Then uh, D- then Daniel Craig made an assumption and uh, you know accused somebody and and the little the the kid the he's a right wing alt bastard. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's always in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom masturbating or whatever. Oh <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. So, the dad—he's a writer, right? And that's that was, is that what his books are called? Knives Out, his book series. No, I think he just writes no? like murder mystery type stuff. Oh, well, that's dumb. Tie the title. In. <laughs> I think Knives I Out. That's why they had that big that fucking thing of knives. <laughs> it's like the Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, I don't remember them being a there being a book, but Knives Out is name dropped in the movie towards the end. I think Daniel Craig. It's like. I know we're skipping ahead, but it's when um, Ana de Armas is about to give the will back, and then like, uh, what God? What's his name? Benoit Benoit Blanc fucking rushes in there, and he's like, "Wait, hold on, no, 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 no!" And he's like, he says something about having knives out, and so yeah, a little name drop. Hmm. Yeah. So the dad, who's a writer, dies at this. Oh, it wasn't. Well, I guess it was a party kind of before, but it kind of died down and everyone was yeah. gone. His birthday party. Um, oh, yeah, birthday party. And it's suicide. So they bring in the two cops and Daniel Craig, who I have no idea why the fuck he's there. He's a private investigator hired by someone he doesn't even know. And mm-hmm. he sent me an envelope with a, a name and address and some a lot of cash. And you just took the job from an envelope. An envelope with a lot of cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thick. And, uh, and the cops just don't mind him there the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's a private investigator. Don't mind him. You know, <laughs> pretty much a cop, I would say. You know, uh, yeah, and yeah. So they're investigating all the family, and they all all have something to gain by him dying, and they all had something to lose by him living. Mm-hmm. He's periodically throughout callbacks firing everyone from their job with his dealing with his books or cutting them off for money. It's pretty funny. Uh, so that's the that's the gist. And apparently he com- committed suicide. Um, but they kind of think that's kind. Of, don't you think it's funny to slit your throat as? Suicide is well, it's a little dramatic, but he's a writer. <laughs> <laughs> we expect. And then it goes through a bunch of uh fucking caper who done it shit. And then you get to see that uh the dad was really close with the nurse. And the nurse was kind of the only good one, the only non rotten tomato there. Mm-hmm. And uh 
So I, th I think they established pretty early on that she accidentally killed him. Um, uh, I love that, like, in the beginning of the movie, it just, like, immediately starts. Like, I think within the first seven to eight minutes, we're already getting sit-down interviews with all the members of the family. Got their, like, names pop up. And like yeah. you said, they all, as, as they're doing the interviews, you discover, like, um, I don't know what Jamie Lee Curtis... Oh, the Jamie Lee Curtis thing was that her husband was having an affair and the, the mm. father was... The grandfather was going to expose him. So that was their thing. And then... Um, Michael Shannon, aka General Zod, he's running like the um, the production of of all the books, and he's being fired. Uh, the Tony Collette, she's getting cut off. She's been stealing money from him, so her daughter's not getting any more school money. So like, you start discovering all these things that happened that night, where he's like cutting everybody off, and then they finally get to Ana de Armas. And uh, they they say like what happened that night, and then you get inside of her head, and then you actually see what happens. Um, and then, which I thought was kind of cool. Like m most murder mysteries, don't give you that much information right away. But this movie does something different, where it's like it's just going to show you everything. That, so it makes you think that that's what actually happens. But as the movie kind of unravels, uh, it gets a little more complicated. But for a while there, you think like oh that's what the mystery is. With like the mystery is already solved. You already know what it is. It's just this girl on the run. But yeah, you kind of see her giving him the wrong medicine. And then he's trying to basically save her from being caught. So he like walks her through how to how to escape this whole situation. So that was pretty and fun. She can't lie without vomiting. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was pretty good. I thought you were talking figuratively. <clears throat> Don't answer if you're gonna vomit. <laughs> 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 Then Okay So That's what we think happened But then We find out that Captain America did something with the drugs. I can't quite remember. Switcheroo. Yeah, you like switch the drugs, but then because she's been using those drugs for so long, she knows the different weights of it. So even though she got them wrong, she actually got them right. So if if Harlan, oh Harlan, as you talk, <laughs> the names come up. So Harlan didn't even need to commit suicide basically because she actually gave him the right drugs. Or the right dosage. Oh. So he did slit his throat. Mm -hmm. mm, weird. I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> do it. I'll save you. I'm gonna die anyways. So he thought. I was like, why do? Uh, why go that way? Just let the morphine kick in. Go. Go peacefully. <laughs> yeah. And then Marta receives a blackmail note uh, containing a partial photocopy of Harlan's toxicology report. And she drives to the medical examiner's office to find it burned down. I don't remember that. Burned down. Marta receives an email proposing a rendezvous with the blackmailer. I like that name. Ransom. 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 Oh, yeah, Ransom. 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 Handsome and Ransom. <laughs> um, 
Ransom has already implicated her, and she decides to admit to causing Harlan's death, which would invalidate the bequest under the Slayer rule. <laughs> the Slayer rule. <laughs> <laughs> and make her not get the inheritance. Uh, back at the mansion, uh, had only trace amounts of morphine in his blood. And so there's something else. I can't remember. Why does she puke at the very end? Oh, it's because uh, as we're getting as we're getting the real story with Ransom, uh, the woman that that um, Anna Armas saves is at the hospital, and she's the one. And Chris Evans, Captain America, I'm calling Captain America from here on out. <laughs> Captain America kills her, uh, but makes it look like he didn't. So, um, if he thinks that she's alive, then he's like. You know, he has nothing. So she lies because, like, the hospital calls her and she's like, takes the phone off. She's like, oh, she's alive. And then he's like, gosh, yeah, I did fucking murder her. And then he admits to everything. And then she pukes on him. And then they're like, what? And she's like, she's dead. And But you just admitted to the murder. So you just fucked up. Mm hmm. Ralph's all over him, nice and chunky. Blanc tells Marta he suspected early on that she played a part in Harlan's death, noting a drop of blood on her shoe. As Ransom is taken into custody, Marta watches from the balcony of what is now her mansion. With the distressed thrombies gathered outside, the wild thromberries. Um, yeah, One of my favorite stone was... songs. <clears throat> I was happy to get a little then... stones at the end. And then... Uh... Jamie Lee Curtis burns her. You know, she has a note and the, that guy from Miami Vice, uh, <laughs> Don Johnson, has that note that he was threatened that his father-in-law would give his wife and he realizes it's blank. So it's just a scare tactic to get him to uh, admit, admit to his yeah. wife. Or was it? It was an old school prison piss note written in piss. <laughs> you got to put a lighter up to it. <laughs> and she like puts a lighter under it and it, it shows up and she gives him the eyes. And he's still, he's like trying to save her brother. We got to get the lawyers. Come on, we'll fight this, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, you know. I was dozing off a bit here and there. <laughs> I didn't think it was that exciting. And I got up really early to watch it. Uh, but it was a pretty good. I was definitely no fucking Last Jedi, that's for sure. <laughs> I didn't despise this movie. Kind of liked it. So yeah, it's a fun little just, uh it's a fun little who done it. We don't get very many of these, so it kind of I don't know, I think these are kind of fun. Uh Glass Onion the sequel is really good too. Another like big cast. Is that by him? Yeah. Same Benoit Blanc is it's just a new Benoit Blanc case, basically. Um But uh yeah, I like I said, I've watched this every Thanksgiving time since it came out, so it's been i f I've seen this movie obviously four or five times. Um it's fun. I think one of my favorite things about this movie, I love setup and payoffs in movies. Not a lot of movies do, but when you set something up and pay it off later, this movie has a ton of those. Like one of my favorites is one of the first shots of the movie is a mug. And it says, my house, my rules. And it's just a close-up of it. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. They, you know, kind of gives a, a personality to the person you're about to meet, the old man. But then you never see that mug again until the very end when she's holding it on the balcony, my house, my rules. I was like, that's a cool setup and payoff. 
or like the the paper thing with Jamie Lee Curtis because throughout the movie she 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 names she says this like three or four times about like oh my father used to love playing games and sometimes you got to play by his rules and you're like she says it like two or three times and you're like what the fuck are you even talking about and then the end she does the the letter thing and I was like there's like just a lot of cool like setup and payoffs in this movie that I that I appreciate you think they're just little one off things but they come back um, but yeah the cast is great everyone kind of shines in their in their roles so some pretty good banter uh tony collette's pretty fun um yeah i don't know i think i do think the movie kind of runs out of steam a little bit towards i don't know a little more past the halfway like the whole um blackmail thing i don't know it just kind of slows down a little bit but um overall i think it's very entertaining and benoit blanc fucking daniel craig he's great i can watch you know 10 more of these mystery movies with him in it because he's really fun but yeah i enjoy the hell out of this it's really good. Yeah. Uh, just when I think Ryan Johnson couldn't get a good movie if his life depended on it, he goes and pulls a stunt like this. <laughs> totally <laughs> redeems himself. Uh, uh, yeah. 7-3. Seven, 7-3? Three. Seven, three? All right. I'm going with the solid 8.5. I don't think it's 9 territory. Um, but like I said, it's pretty entertaining. It's a good old... Sit down with the family, watch a little murder mystery. Um, I'm glad he made a sequel. I hope he keeps making these. Uh, I think they're really fun. The second one, um, second one's a little longer. I don't think I like the second one as much as the first one, but there's still a lot of good moments. Uh, Edward Norton's in it. He's really good. Obviously, there's more Daniel Craig uh, doing Benoit Blanc shit, so it's pretty fun. Daniel uh, Dave Batista plays like this fucking uh, meathead guy. He's really fun, but I don't know. I don't yeah, know, I got, that, yeah. one's, that one's Netflix, right? Yeah, that one's on Netflix, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, check it out. This one, you get pretty much got to rent it or buy it. Uh, I think it was on HBO or something. I've seen it around, but apparently yeah, so whoever too, had yeah. it, whoever had it lost it recently or something. Okay, so 8.5, 7.3, Knives Out, written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it on uh, Brian vs. Brian. As always, you can find us on Spotify or uh, Apple Music. Uh, we'd, we'd love having you. Uh, join the fun. Listen. Critique. Be chic. You know, we keep it loose. We keep it loose. Loosey-goosey around here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, baby. For the people just listening, Brian was loosening his chesticles. <laughs> Getting them real loose. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We appreciate it. Till next week. Peace. Peace.